Welcome to the latest episode of the Credit Union Business News Podcast, the only all-business, all-digital resource for credit unions. This episode is sponsored by Bader Training and Consulting. We create environments where employees actually want to come to work and members want to keep coming back. I am Ken Bader, your host for Credit Union Business News Podcast, and I have a really valuable guest on so many levels today. His name is Eric Isham, and he's the CEO and founder of Omni Commander. Most important, he is a veteran, and he runs a veteran-owned business, and we're going to dig into that as well as the valuable work that he does for credit unions. Eric, welcome to the show. Hey, thanks, Ken. Appreciate it. I uh, greatly appreciate you taking the time to get me on here. Hey, not a problem. We had a, had a couple of minor technical difficulties, but you know, two smart guys, we got through it. Let's first and foremost, as I mentioned, yeah, Omni Commander is a veteran-owned and operated business. Um, mm-hmm. I understand you established a working relationship with the Florida veterans in their Skill Bridge program, um, where right. we. And you provide OGT for service members. I don't know exactly what that is that are transitioning. Tell us more about that and how you make them a commando. Okay, yeah, great. So uh, pretty, pretty straightforward. So when I started the company, I, you know, I was the only employee here, so that was pretty easy to be veteran-owned <laughs> and operated there. But my first several employees that I brought on were all veterans as well. Uh, not, not really by design. It just kind of happened that way. And as we've scaled the business, we've got uh, 80 employees here, 80 commandos running around. Uh, we represent uh, all the various different services, even the Coast Guard. So nice. uh, my, actually, one of my early guys is, is, a, is a Coastie. And I always say, I don't really know if that's part of the armed services, but we'll, we'll go ahead and let you claim it. Uh, but we have, we've been recognized by Google, uh, by the state. I've, I've actually got a unsolicited phone call from the governor one night thanking me for hiring veterans, which I thought that was pretty interesting. Ron, uh, Ron DeSantis called you? It wasn't Ron. No, <laughs> no. It, his, his, his predecessor, his predecessor who's a Navy guy. So uh, no, but uh, I'm, I'm sure I can get Ron my number. He can call me anytime he wants to. He's doing a hell of a job down here. So anyways, uh, yeah, we've got a bunch of veterans running around. I like hiring veterans. They, they know how to efficiently get things done. They, they, they know how to keep their head down and just move through and, and accomplish tasks. There's really never a clock for them. You know, we finish most our days around here at 5.30, but sometimes, you know, we have to stay later and, and, and get here earlier. So it, there's definitely a work ethic that I find in my veteran employees that come on board that kind of goes unsaid. So happy, happy, happy to have the veterans I have and, and, and continue to hire veterans. Yeah. We've also got several military spouses that work at Omni Commander, which I, I'm super excited about as well. Sometimes they, they pull the, the real hours uh, at, the, at the house when, when uh, their spouses are away or on deployments, and they, they know how to get things accomplished as well. Yeah, yeah, you know, in my work with the Police Officers Credit Union Association, I joke, I said the only people that I find that are tougher than the police are their wives, man. <laughs> they, they don't take crap from anybody. I yeah. think it's probably the same with military spouses. <laughs> probably, probably very, very similar mentality for sure. Yeah, yeah. Well, Ron DeSantis, if you're listening or watching, make sure you give Eric a call. He's got a direct line to the Florida governors over there. Uh, sure. Really appreciate what you're what you're doing there. Uh, and yeah, those coasties, man, are are badass. I've I've known some. 
I've known some of them. They're jumping out of helicopters. They're doing stuff in water that everybody else does on land. I mean, those are tough guys. He, he, so, so, so my guy Bradshaw, who's who's in the Coast Guard, he's actually got some pretty badass stories mm -hmm. about uh, going after pirates and just all yeah. kinds of stuff. So, so again, it's 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 only mild ribbing back and forth uh, when when we get into kind of these conversations. Now, did the pirate have like a patch? And a, never mind. That's, that's probably that's different, yeah. po different podcast. Okay. Um, <laughs> but so is it, is your employee base a hundred percent military and military spouses or do you have no. some civilian people as well? No, we've got, we've got several civilians as well. And again, it, it's never by design. Yeah. Uh, but if it's on, if it's on the resume, it certainly, you know, jumps out to me. And then I, I like to have conversations around that and what their experiences are. You know, you, you talk about the on the job training OJT when they come on board. Yeah. Um, you know, I, I say this quite a bit. You don't have to know everything when you, when you land at Omni commander, really, I'm just looking for people to be, you know, right place, right time, right attitude. We, we can teach you all the technical stuff. I can teach you everything about the credit union industry. I can teach you everything about our different products and services that we offer here at Omni commander. I can't teach you how to want to be a success or how to be ambitious, right? You can look around and you can see a lot of people here that, mm -hmm. that exude all the right characteristics and, and they are successful and they are learning, but there's something that you have to have inside of you that um, just wants to come and, and work hard and be successful. There's also something special that you have to have inside of you to put up with my shit, which there's a lot of, so... <laughs> Uh, you know, and I, 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 we, we have those conversations yeah. during the hiring process, right? I'm, I'm probably not the easiest guy to work with or work for, but I, I let everyone know that up front. I have very high expectations for our credit unions, and there's a reason why we get nothing but five-star Google reviews from our credit unions because of, of that white glove service that we provide to them on a daily basis. Yeah. So are you like the drill sergeant in an officer and a gentleman? Are you Lou Gossett Jr., man? Uh, I wish. No, he's, <laughs> he's, he's a super badass. <laughs> no, no, I just... You eyeballing uh, me, boy? <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, no, that's... I've, I've got some of those guys out there. They, they handle that stuff. I just try to set the tone every day. <laughs> got it. Got it. Well, you, first of all, I've, I've had two websites done through Omni Commander, uh, one police, the Police Officers Credit Union Association. Um, and frankly, in, in all seriousness, um, I enjoyed that service and the ease of being able to, to work the platform and work with your people so much. And I was so frustrated with the guys that did Bader Trading and Consulting site that I that I had you guys do that one too. Uh Happy to do it. <laughs> yeah, we're excited to work with you on that. And, and again, a lot of people they they have fun with the sales team. You, you know some of the sales guys running around. Yeah. You know Josh obviously very very well. Yep. And I always tell them like, listen, the real fun begins when we start to build your website, and it should be a lot of fun. It's, it's a very creative time. There should be a lot of right. laughing. You get to decide what the look and feel. Uh, for our credit unions, their digital branch, their online presence is going to look like. It should be a lot of fun. It's also a lot of fun because we do most of the work, right? We're coming to you with suggestions. We're, we're going to do all the wireframing, all the designing, your, your call to actions. You know, what do you want it to look like? How do you want this to flow? What kind of imagery do you want to use? So it should be a lot of fun. And, uh, you know, I know the guys in the back are developers, our project managers, you know, there's there's gifts from credit unions showing up here all the time because they're so thankful of the experience. They're they're very yeah. thankful of the website that we're providing, but they paid for that. 
getting that that fun build time is kind of a bonus. And so we love building those relationships with our credit unions and, and hope to have those relationships for years and years to come. Now, are the gifts cookies or are they like bottles of scotch? Or can you not divulge yeah. that information? No, it's that's fine. There's there's plenty of, of alcoholic beverages that show up here. And they send them out too, but cookies and different baskets. And, and we had a uh, credit union, Campco, and uh, they sent this huge box of T-shirts and cups and like local beer. And there was glitter in there and stickers. It was just a... It's kind of like a, you know, a home away from home type of box. So we yeah. got a bunch of their stuff spread out everywhere back there. But uh, yeah, it's fun. You know, we, we like having fun with our clients. There's really no reason not to, right? Yeah. This isn't, there's nothing, there's nothing life and death what we're doing over here. You know, it's designing, it's marketing, it's websites. Should be fun, should be exciting. And, and we certainly uh, try to put the F in fun here every day. Yeah, yeah, it's kind of a love fest over there. But uh, but to get to an extremely serious question, uh, especially since the vast majority of your business is almost exclusively credit unions, mm -hmm. um, why do so many credit union websites out there suck? Yeah, well, it's, it's, I'll tell you why, and, it, and it's a lot of them. You know, we've got we got about fifty four hundred credit unions today. Omni Commander has around 400 of them. So that means there's about 5,000 out there that are in various different forms of not right. the greatest. But there's plenty of good sites out there. But the, the real reason why there's such a gap, there's such a, a lack of good quality work when it comes to website design and credit union land is that the CEOs at those credit unions, most of them are not marketing folks, right? Most right. of right. them are not design people. They're not UI, UX people. A lot of them are finance people, right? They're more on the accounting side. They're more on the business side. And so, you know, I can't tell you how many websites I see on a daily basis. They got the website up. They built it in the first iteration of websites, right? So we're talking about websites that are 15, 16, 18 years old, right? right. They, they did it because like, okay, there's this thing called the web and we need to have a website. And it's just been sitting there. Some credit unions have done a couple iterations, um, but it's still really bad. They're, they're not mobile responsive, right? So when, when people are going to their phones and they're searching for the credit union, I, I want to type in best credit union near me or best bank. A lot of people will do searches for uh, checking accounts. No one searches mm -hmm. for share drafts, right? But when they're making these searches <laughs> and they go to the website, if they can find it, it's a, it's a terrible mess because it was designed for a desktop and browsers that again are a decade old and no one's in there keeping them updated. So it's really, really bad. Thinking about a new website from Omni Commander? Great idea. Want an even better idea? Go to Bader Training and Consulting for a free brand review on your website first. Any quality web designer like Omni Commander needs to understand the unique brand of your credit union before doing any graphics work or copywriting. Bader Training and Consulting helps you to articulate your credit union's image so that you know what makes you, you. The website brand audit is a critical component of our B plus C plus S audit, which takes a deep dive into your credit union's brand, culture, and strategy. This component, which reviews your credit union's most important branch, your website, is being offered at no cost for a limited time. So contact Bader Training and Consulting for your free website brand review today at 
2821 or via email at info at btcinc.net so we can get the experts at Omni Commander ready to develop the best website your credit union ever had. The other thing is a majority of the sites out there still aren't ADA compliant, right? So they're not able to be used with screen reading technology. If somebody's going to it, then they're, they're having some sort of cognitive disability. So there's the state of design when it comes to websites in the credit union industry, the industry that we work in and we live in, it's really, really bad because it's not something that they're physically walking into every day. So there's a lot of out of sight, out of mind. They're not going to their website every day. Mm -hmm. Their board members don't go to their website maybe ever. So it's, not, it's nothing top of mind to them. And so it's something that they've kind of really haven't thought about a lot. Yeah. Now, for our business in particular, uh, that little pandemic that ran through last year opened up a lot of people's eyes mm -hmm. to what that was all about, right? There's a lot of people that they're like, oh, our physical branches are closed. We're not going in there. So the only interaction that the members were having was with the website. Mm -hmm. And so, you know, I, I had countless amounts of conversations with CEOs, executive staff, uh, board of directors, where they were coming to me and saying, holy cow, our website's really terrible. And we're like, yeah, we've been telling you that it's, it's, it, it, you know, it's, it's, it's bad. You can't, you can't navigate, you can't search, you can't find what you're looking for. And so there was a, a big wind at our back uh, over the past, let's call it 12 months, 13 months, specifically from COVID, just credit unions realizing that, hey, part of a healthy disaster recovery and business continuity plan is ensuring that our digital branch, the 24 seven, mm -hmm. always on, always available one is out there. So uh, I know it's a long way around the barn to answer that question, but I think the real answer is why so many of them continue to be bad, Ken, is that the folks at the top of those organizations, that they're just not design-minded, right? That's, that's just not the, the, the track that they grew up in. They're focused on running the business. They're focused on security. They're focused on accounts. They're focused on accounting, right? Not so much the yeah. design. Yeah, it's 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 a it's a great answer. Um, it it kind of needed to be a long answer because there's a lot that goes into that. And we literally earlier this morning in the uh, Cub Collaborators group with a bunch of executives, we were talking about how unfortunately in the credit union industry, sometimes even more so than banks, uh, but definitely more so than than the small business community. You know, small businesses understand that you know, there's an order to things. There's sales, there's operations, and there's finance. How do, how do we get business? How do we do business? Right. And how do we get paid? And in the credit union industry, that's always seemed to be reverse. It's, well, how do we get paid? How do we keep these assets and this capital? And then a close second as well, operations. How do we do this? How do we do this efficiently and, and mm -hmm. sometimes cheaply and so forth? And then I, as an afterthought, oh, well, you know what? Assets and and, and capital isn't where we want it to be well how do we get some more business and it's backwards and the website goes by the the wayside with that which is really critical and a problem because your website in my opinion today is your number one branch uh, Correct. That that is your most important branch. You wouldn't have your headquarters look like crap when your members are walking in. You definitely don't want your new headquarters in today's age website looking that way. That's right. So just to that point, and I say this quite a bit, 
you know, you wouldn't want to walk into a branch and have crap laying everywhere and it being disheveled and old stuff mm -hmm. because people are like, oh, this doesn't. A lot of people's websites, that's exactly what they are. You go in, there's, there's old information. I was looking at a credit union's website yesterday and they were showing their auto rates from 2013. Wait, wait, wait. Were they good? Yeah, well, I mean, I don't think there was something that they'd want to honor. So it's just, it's, it's, I mean, some of that stuff, there's some legality issues around it. But, you know, to the point that you just laid out where a lot of credit unions focus is, which is different than small business, very, very rarely, very, very rarely are you ever going to be working with a credit union executive team and board members that founded that credit union, right? A majority of the people that we work with, and that's across the industry, because a lot of credit unions were founded a long time ago um you're not going to be working with the founder right it's not like somebody said hey i was working at this factory and i decided you know what we need a credit union i put this thing together and so what happens is you have people that have come in they've either worked there their whole career they've been hired as professional management and you're right they're taking on the reins of the business uh and and how they're running them very very different than running working with a small business where you're almost always going to be working with the founder as you work with larger businesses right. you'll you'll deal with professional executives but you're almost always dealing with the founder that almost always had to go out there and sell something before something happened right no revenue no no lights right nothing's yeah. happening and this is the bigger issue i see industry-wide when i started in this industry over 20 years ago there were like eighteen thousand credit unions right right the 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 uh, percentage of share of the marketplace has remained pretty consistent it's like that eight nine percent uh across the board and it has been that way for a, quite a quite a while when you think about members mm -hmm. but the number of financial institutions has dramatically dramatically i think we're losing a credit union every single day yeah in and, fact i apologize for interrupting you sure but a, go ahead. quote and i forget the gentleman that that mentioned it if i remember his name i'll i'll give him credit for because it, it wasn't me but somebody ran the numbers and we have lost a credit union on average every single day, one per day since 1969. I was born in 1969, Eric. Was, okay. it, was it my fault that I kind of, you know, caused some kind of cosmic problem or, but that's, that's, that's the, that's the number that we're dealing with. Right. So we're, we got a shrinking industry. Um, and, and it's one of these things that you keep on hearing people say, Hey, you know, we, we need to or open your eyes to a credit union or we need to get out there and get the millennials and we've got to go out here and get this next generation and blah, 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 blah. I'm like, yes, yes, you do. But how do, how do people communicate today? Like, what are they on, right? They're on their phone. They're on their phone all the time. Social media is where all the attention is. Yet we still have a lot of credit unions that are spending next to no time producing content for social media. You know, we run social media for, I think over a hundred credit unions now. That's building posts, interacting. Now a word from our sponsor, Bader Training and Consulting. BTC is the creator of the B plus C plus S formula. Our clients that implement that formula increase their net income by 124% and grow their business by 17% on average. The best place to start working with Bader Training and Consulting is with our B plus C plus S audit. The service pinpoints issues as well as attributes of your business's unique brand, culture, and strategy. Learn more or sign up for a B plus C plus S audit at www.btcinc.net backslash bcs audit.
driving engagements, and, and it's, it's a big source of net new members coming in, new loans, uh, all the things that credit unions are wanting to drive. But it's still, if you look across the industry, very early days, very, very sleepy. It's very, very hard to get a credit. Like, hey, grab your phone out, go do some, some stories, do some live feeds with your members while they're, let's get some of those testimonies out because people want to buy from, from people, right? People want to see that you're a real part of the community, that you're not just some faceless, nameless corporation, right? You're a credit union, very, very different business. But nobody is going to go out there and toot your horn. Nobody's going to go out there and sell the credit union other than the credit union, right? And I, and I honestly think, I think there's, I talk to credit unions sometimes and I feel like they're almost like waiting a lot. I'm waiting for somebody to come along and start promoting things for us. I'm like, well, you're gonna have to hire somebody to do that. If you're uncomfortable with getting out there and telling your community how great you are and what the difference is between you and a bank or some sort of national financial institution, then it's not gonna happen. Nobody, and that's, and again, credit unions traditionally and, and systematically have been terrible about self-promotion. I don't know why. Again, it might get back to like the leaderships, these accountant type, more business. They're looking at the numbers types and they're not the razzle dazzle. Hey, look at me, big sales. I, I, again, it's just, now there are credit unions out there that have those people yeah. in the top spot and they're, they're killing it. Right. They're no. killing it. Cause they're out there like, Hey, look at us, look at our rates, look at our service, look at this stuff. And they're, they're beating that drum. And people are like, that is a lot better than doing business with Bank of, Bank of America is terrible, right? <laughs> yes, I'm going to come over here to this credit union and see what's going on. Yeah. This is awesome. But you've got to let people know about it. You've yeah. got, you got to get out there and promote yourself. And I know that sales is a four-letter word for a lot of credit unions. Yeah. But for the credit unions that it's not, they're crushing it. I've got so many success stories of credit unions that leaned into the pandemic and they cranked up their marketing and their month over month uh, loans continuously crush it. Mm -hmm. New members walking in the door every single day, new loans walking out the door every single day. And the only thing they did was they said, listen, you know, people are still wanting to buy cars and refinance their homes and get loans and join credit union. We just got to get out there. Yeah. And the folks that took their let's wait and see attitude, there are a lot of people that we were talking to last February and March that aren't around today. They were one of, we want to wait and see what happens. I'll tell you what happened. <laughs> they got merged in. <laughs> I, I, they, they either got merged in or they just got shut down. I mean, again, yeah. that's, that's what happened, Ken. Mm -hmm. So um, yeah, it, it, the, the problem that, that you, you identified and you kind of said, well, you know, it, the, the focus on the order of operations inside of credit unions is a little bit different than it would be in a small business. But I think that systemically is, is evident across the entire industry when you see a shrinking number uh, and, and, you know, these bigger guys continuously getting bigger because they got it, right? Yeah. They, they figured it out. They're like, okay, digital communication, social media, email campaigns, communication with the members, just communicate, 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 getting that message out there and making sure it's a consistent message right. across the board. Right. Yeah. You could, you could communicate the wrong message you're 24 hours a day and not get any, right. get any success with that. And while sales, you know, may be a four letter word um, and we could certainly argue about that one word that needs to be in every credit union's vocabulary is niche. 
And the ironic thing, and, and we, we talk about this in Cub Collaborators, I talk about it with my clients and my seminars, is that you, part of the key to success, even as a small credit union, is looking back at some of those core principles of why there were credit unions in the first place. And one of those core principles wasn't, hey, you know, let's put up some brick and mortar and grab anybody that we possibly can to serve. No, it was a group of teachers that said, hey, you are not being taken care of. Let's create a credit union. It was a group of paper mill workers that said, you know what? We, we, we could do better. Let's create a credit union. And they created that niche. But you look at a website for, say, an institution that's focused on, let's say, um, whether it's police or fire or teachers or healthcare workers or what have you, and there's all this generic vanilla stuff. Mm -hmm. You know, that, that if you don't really look at the name on the website, you know, you could just as easily be at Chase's website, much less, you know, this $20 million credit union that serves this specific niche, this specific field of membership extremely well. Right. No, that's, that's, that's exactly right. And that is something that, again, the guys that get it, they're not trying to be everything yeah. to everyone. They're, they're succeeding. Right. Uh, and, 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 we, we focus on that as well here, right? Our niche is credit unions. Yep. And we've been focusing on that for the past four years. And we have over 400 credit unions that we're working with now because, again, we're focused on this, this space and, and we understand credit unions. Uh, you know, talking about hiring veterans earlier, I've also hired several credit union executives. I've got ex-credit union CEOs, operations folks, loan officers. Uh, I like hiring credit union people too, because they, you know, A, I don't have to teach them anything about the business or the right. industry rather. Uh, and, and they, they speak the language. It's, it's an interesting thing, you know, they get on the phone and they just, they immediately can, can relate and speak with each other in a very easy way. Yeah. Yeah. Well, if there's one, one other important question, if, especially for those CFOs where the F fell off of their title and the E went in, uh, if we haven't ticked all those people off yet in this episode, if they're still listening or watching, uh, even if you don't like sales, marketing, and branding, you know, you certainly care about the bottom line. And one of the first things that came to my attention with Omni Commander and, and put your organization on my radar is the focus on ADA compliance. Um, and if you're not ADA compliance, you're compliant on your website, you're running a huge, huge risk at your credit union. Talk more about what you do in terms of making websites ADA compliant. Sure. So in 2017, it got pretty hot around the litigation, right? There were a lot of attorneys that were sending demand letters to credit unions because they were basically saying, hey, your website's a place of public accommodation. And ADA falls, uh, those rules fall under any places of public accommodation, same as your physical branch. Mm -hmm. And so a lot of credit unions were getting these demand letters. A lot of people were getting sued. A lot of people were having to pay out money to uh, these various different firms. And I looked at that and I was like, okay, I, I did the research and I'm like, there's nothing particularly, uh, you know, strenuous or difficult about making a website ADA compliant. You just have to do it the right way to begin with. Mm -hmm. And so right from the get-go, I said, okay, well, this is going to be a focus for us. I, I hired a, a lead compliance officer. He's a certified professional in accessibility core competencies. Big, big old uh, acronym behind his name, but it means he knows a lot about accessibility. 
And then I've hired three blind people as well. They go through and they're using assistive technology um, to, to go through and, and check the sites. And, and actually all three of them are very different when, when you talk about their blindness. I've got a gentleman that lost his eyesight as a complication from uh, an IED explosion when he was mm -hmm. overseas. I've got uh, a lady that was born blind, so she's always been blind. And then I've got a gentleman who has a degenerative disease where he's losing his sight every day. Mm -hmm. And so three different perspectives, but they all go through the sites using their own various different forms of assistive technology to ensure that they can consume everything that we're building and putting out there, which is very important. And again, when you think about the credit union way or the credit union movement, the credit union spirit, it's always been very inclusive. It's right. always been something that, hey, we want to help our members. We want to make things as easy for them mm -hmm. as possible. So making sure that your website is as accessible to your members or potential members as you can, it's just kind of natural, right? Most credit unions that contact us, they're like, we want our site to be ADA compliant. We've had people yeah. that said, hey, listen, we got sued and we've got to do something about it and we're happy to help them as well. But I would say, Ken, that a majority of the folks, they just genuinely want their digital branch or their uh, marketing communication to be as accessible as possible mm -hmm. to the widest group of potential members as they can. And, and that's the right way to do it, right? There's no reason to, you know, do things to avoid litigation. You can do things because it's the right thing to do. Yeah. Yeah. And it, it is the right thing to do. You know, funny story. One of my um, former clients who I, I do believe actually um, did uh, go to you and have their, their site done. Um, they, they did get one of those letters <laughs> and we're pretty upset about it. I remember having sure. the conversation. And I understand that they talked about the unscrupulousness of the attorney and so forth. And I certainly agreed with that, that the intent isn't to help these unfortunate people who, who need this, who are blind. The intent is to make money as, as an attorney, which is unfortunate. But I said, but at the end of the day, your blind members can't access your site and also you're breaking the law. <laughs> so yeah. what are we going to do about it? <laughs> right. And it's, it's not only just blind. Uh, you yeah. know, when you think about vision impairment, it, it affects somewhere like 20% of the population, the world's population. So this is anyone that's needs glasses to interact. We've sure. got a lot of people that are colorblind. We've got dyslexia. There's, there's a lot of things that the way that we build our websites that we're very cognizant of the fonts that we use, the color codes, the mm -hmm. contrasts. Uh, there's just a lot that goes into it to make a website. So it's not just like, hey, you're totally and completely blind to be able to interact with it, right? They, they would be able to as well. But lots of folks that, that you know, you, you make the, the fine print too fine, they, can't, they just can't read it, right? You've got to make things. And, and there, there are uh, specs that are out there. And again, that's why I said earlier, it's, it's, this is not the most strenuous or difficult thing to do. You just have to do the research. You have to learn what the right way to do it is and then go out there and execute on that. And, and the beautiful thing is, Ken, your search engine optimization goes to the roof because Google uses the same algorithms. They use the same bots that are out there scanning the, the, the whole World Wide Web. And the way that they work is very similar to the way that somebody that's using uh, accessibility or accessible technology, screen readers, it's the same thing. So what Google's doing is it's able to understand the information on the website better, well, it's going to rank you higher because it recognizes that what, what the information is. 
Whereas if your site's not ADA compliant, you're not going to get the same level of baked in search engine optimization. So you get this bonus for doing the right thing, which is great. Yeah, yeah, you could you could do the right thing and actually benefit from it too. Go figure. Yeah, sure. <laughs> so last question I have for you, especially because if I don't cut it off, we'll we'll talk about, you know, marketing and branding for the next 2 hours and we both have sure. other things to do. Uh how can credit unions find Omni Commander out there? It's easy. We've got our own website too, omnicommander.com. Very simple. You know, we're out there on all the social media stuff. Uh, I spend a lot of time on LinkedIn. Yeah. Uh, I, I love LinkedIn. You know, I've got, I don't know, 10,000 some odd people out there I'm chatting with and communicating with. It's just a great way to uh, work in, in that business segment. LinkedIn certainly had a shift over the past several months. You know, there's a lot more stuff that's out there that didn't used to be out there. But if you can cut through the clutter, I, I recommend this to all my credit union clients, prospects, anybody I speak to. I'm like, you guys should be using LinkedIn. There's a lot of yeah. good information out there that, uh, uh, you know, you, you can really act on. Um, so all the social medias, and we're on Instagram, we're on Facebook, but uh, the easiest way to get in touch with us, go to omnicommander.com. You can click uh, submit now or just reach out to us. Our phone number's out there about a billion times too. But um, yeah. also we'll be, we'll be floating around at a bunch of conferences this year. Conference season's back on. We've already signed up for, I don't know, half a dozen conferences that we're going to be at. So I'm excited to get back out and, and see everybody again. Uh, very, very soon. Yeah. Yeah. I'm excited about that too. And, uh, and I agree with you. LinkedIn is, is my favorite social media platform. Uh, but Eric, thank you for spending some time today and, and thank you for being a veteran owned business. That's doing a lot of great work out there, man. Hey man, appreciate it. Appreciate the time. Thank you so much, Ken. And, uh, look forward to running into you again soon too. I'm sure that'll happen. And it was all my pleasure. Thank you again. And thank you for either watching or listening to this episode of the Credit Union Business News Podcast. And we'll be back with you next week with another great guest. Thank you for listening to the Credit Union Business News Podcast. Learn more about Credit Union Business News at creditunionbusiness.com. Suggestions for the Credit Union Business News Podcast can be directed to Tim O'Hara at tim at cubusiness.com or Ken Bader at kbader, B-A-T-O-R, at btcinc.net. To learn more about this episode's sponsor, please go to btcinc.net.